Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the book of the prophet Amos. Hear this, you who trample upon the needy and destroy the poor of the land. When will the new moon be over, you ask, that we may sell our grain, and the Sabbath, that we may display the wheat? We will diminish the containers for measuring, add to the weights, and fix our scales for cheating. We will buy the lowly man for silver, and the poor man for a pair of sandals, even the refuse of the wheat we will sell. On that day, says the Lord God, I will make the sun set at midday, and cover the earth with darkness and broad daylight. I will turn your feast into mourning and all your songs into lamentations. I will cover the loins of all with sackcloth and make every head bald. I will make them mourn as for an only son and bring their day to a bitter end. Yes, days are coming, says the Lord God, when I will send famine upon the land. Not a famine of bread or thirst for water, but for hearing the word of the Lord. Then shall they wander from sea to sea and rove from the north to the east in search of the word of the Lord, but they shall not find it. The word of the Lord. One does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Blessed are they who observe his decrees, who seek him with all their heart. With all my heart I seek you, let me not stray from your commands. My soul is consumed with longing for your ordinances at all times. The way of, way of truth I have chosen. I have set your ordinances before me. Behold, I long for your precepts and your justice. Give me life. I gasp with open mouth in my yearning for your commands. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. As Jesus passed by, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the customs post. He said to him, follow me. And he got up and followed him. While he was at table in his house, many tax collectors and sinners came and sat with Jesus and his disciples. The Pharisees saw this and said to his disciples, why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? He heard this and said, those who are well do not need a physician, but the sick do. Go and learn the meaning of the words, I desire mercy, not sacrifice. I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners. The Gospel of the Lord. I placed at the back of a church in the vestibule a painting of a crucifixion scene which features angels hovering under Christ's arms. They are holding chalices to catch our Lord's precious blood that drips from his nailed hands. One of the women at the foot of the cross uses a white cloth to soak up the blood from Christ's feet. The painting illustrates how the blood is precious because the sacraments were brought forth through this blood. The month of July is traditionally dedicated to Christ's precious blood. The devotion is old as Christianity The Feast of the Precious Blood of Our Lord was instituted in 1849 by Pope Pius IX, the year when murderous anti-Catholic thugs and revolutionists had taken over Rome. The year before, 
in what the revolutionists called the People's Spring. Church property was seized. Cardinals' palaces were sacked. Convents were suppressed. Confessionals were ripped out to make barricades. And shrines and altars were stripped bare. In Rome, Pope Pius, disguised as a simple priest, barely escaped with his life and lived in exile for 17 months. Rome was left to the revolutionary mob. In the Pope's absence, a secular government, a Roman Republic, was declared in 1849. The Pope responded by excommunicating all active participants. Open hostility to the church took place, which included the plundering of church valuables and artwork. Meanwhile, private gangs roamed the papal states, murdering and raping and stealing. So Pope Pius left Rome, hiding in the back of a coach, not to return until the French invaded Italy and he was allowed to come back. It was while Pius was absent from Rome that he made the Feast of the Precious Blood celebrated on July 1st, a universal feast for the whole church. In 1969, the feast was suppressed. The feast can now only be celebrated as an optional votive mass, which can be said on certain liturgical days, like today, when no major feast is celebrated. Listen to the late Father John Harden on the precious blood. To understand the meaning of the precious blood, we must get some comprehension of the gravity of sin, of the awfulness of offending God, because it required the blood of the Son of God to forgive that sin. Tragically, we are living in an age in which to sin has become not only fashionable, but forced on people by secular authorities. This veneration of the precious blood which is the first element in our devotion to the precious blood, means that we have a deep sensitivity to the awfulness of sin. Sin must be terrible. It must be awful. It must be the most dreadful thing in the universe. Why? Because it costs the living God in human form the shedding of his blood. Lord Jesus, you became man in order by your passion and death and the draining of your blood on the cross might prove to us how much you, our God, love us. Protect us, dear Jesus, from ever running away from the sight of blood. Strengthen our weak human wills so that we will not only run away from the cross, but will welcome every opportunity to shed our blood in spirit and union with your precious blood, so that dying to ourselves in time, we might live with you in eternity. Amen. Amen. 